0: This is episode 295 of Bella in Your Business. Do you wish running your pet care business was easier? Well, it can be. Made by pet lovers for pet lovers, Ginger is the top pet care software for dog grooming, boarding, and daycare businesses. Developed by a team of pet industry experts, Ginger is designed to meet all of your needs with online booking, facility calendars, integrated payments, and more. Get the best pet care business software that gets you. Get Ginger. Visit gingerapp.com forward slash Bella to claim your free one month subscription. That's G-I-N-G-R-A-P-P.com forward slash Bella to claim that one free month subscription. Hi there. I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or... Or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So, what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome to another episode of Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta, and I'm back with you here today. And I'm so excited to talk to you about the process of creating an SOP for your business. If you remember back in episode 293, we talked about the mistakes that people make with their office manager. Well, I got these questions that were like, well, how do we actually get it down in writing? And what do we actually do to delegate that out? Well, it just so happens that this month is actually delegation month in the mastermind. Every single month we have different themes and we tend to recreate the themes every single year but we present it with different information. So when I say that the mastermind has been around for five years, oh my God, I can't even believe that. And I say we have five months worth of delegation information. It's the truth because every year we present more and more and more. But before we dive into today's topic, I want to kind of just define SOP. You guys have probably heard it a lot online or in the groups or maybe at conferences or in books or podcasts or audios. An SOP is a standard operating procedure. So it's how you proceed to operate your business, okay? And it's essential for ensuring that all of your operations are carried out in a consistent and effective manner. I want you to think about the example of McDonald's. It doesn't matter if you're a McDonald's here in Scottsdale, Arizona, or in your town, or in, let's say, Germany. You know that a Big Mac is a Big Mac, and a Big Mac is going to be made basically the same exact way no matter where you are. You know what to expect as a, client, as a customer of McDonald's because everything has a standard operating procedure. It's all done the same exact way. And as that relates to your pet sitting and dog walking business, it is the difference between a client knowing that no matter who you send into their home, they are going to have the same exact experience. They're going to have the same kind of care notes. They're going to have the same kind of dog walk. They're going to have the same kind of communication. They're going to have the same level of cleanliness in their house, so on and so forth. By having SOPs in place, you can be sure that everyone on your team is following the same procedures and guidelines. It creates consistency and your workers are going to love the consistency because they're going to know what's expected of them. And your clients are going to love it because they know that no matter what, they're going to get a great experience. I mean, I want you to think back to those clients that are really bonded to certain people and they're like a pain in the butt. Whenever you want to send someone else into their house, they go into a tizzy. Oh my God, no, you can't do that. Well, yeah, actually I can do that. But if you ever ask them why they can't do that, it's because maybe one sitter they've bonded to because they've started to go above and beyond. They've actually done too good of a job, if that makes sense. They've made the job personalized. They have not stayed with a standard operating procedure. Or on the other way, it kind of feels like the another person that's coming in isn't doing as good of a job because they are following the SOP. They're just not doing all those extras. Do you see what I'm saying? It's really important to have this leveled out. Now I'm talking about dog walkers and pet sitters even though SOPs really truly are easier, better for office management and if you have a training manual, that is basically your SOP. If you have a training manual, don't think that you need to then go do an SOP. They're kind of interchangeable. They're the same thing, all right? I see a lot of people that get training manuals and then try to do an SOP and they're flooding their employees with all this extra information. <laughs> Please don't do that. But I have some tips for you today to create and execute an SOP for your business. And I kind of want to go through them. I have at least on my notes, I have five, but sometimes you guys know I go off script and sometimes I end up adding extra. So we'll see how this podcast goes. (laughs) Let's get started. The number one thing I want you to do when you're creating an SOP for your business is define the purpose of The SOP. So before creating your SOP, it's important for you to first define the purpose of the document. What's the main goal? What do you hope to achieve by having one in place? Do you have a clear understanding of the purpose of your SOP? And you can move on to crafting. The actual document once you can determine that. So, as it comes, I'm going to talk a lot about office managers today because that's where I think a lot of people are lacking. Delegation, which that's what we're talking about this month in the mastermind. Delegation is actually, you can't delegate unless you have an SOP. And you can't expect someone to walk in and know how to write an SOP because oftentimes SOPs are written in technical words. So, let's define it like, I want you to feel empowered to do. The best job at being an office manager as possible, right? And so as such, we are going to understand that this SOP, the goal of it is to appeal to all types of learners. So we might have audio and visual. We might have like a video, right? We might have visuals. We might have screenshots or pictures of things as it goes through. And then we'll also have it written out That's where that trifecta can really be very, very, very effective for people. Because not everybody learns the same way, right? So you got to define the purpose of your SOP. The next thing in the process of creating an SOP for your pet business is you want to list all relevant procedures. So what I would suggest is that you get out a notepad on your phone or a sticky note or a notepad or a whiteboard, whatever works for you. And I want you just to do a brain dump. I want you to think about, and this is a brainstorming activity, so there's nothing wrong. You just write and write and write and see what comes out of your head. But you want to write down every single procedure that you do inside the office, the proverbial office, quote unquote, okay? Write down everything, how to cancel a booking, how to set up a new client, how to answer the phone, how to deal with a customer complaint, how to respond to an email, how to all of that stuff, okay? I want you to write all of it down. Nothing is a wrong answer. That's what a brainstorm is. And then what you want to do is you want to go back to it. And as you're going throughout the day and you're actually doing things in your business, take like a week time. And every single time you do something in the business, think, is that in the SOP? Is that in the SOP? Okay. And so when you create a list of all the relevant procedures, it's going to make sure that it's comprehensive. It's going to make sure that you have a list of all the things that you need to do. So now you're not sitting there at the computer watching this cursor blink in front of you, freaking out, drawing a blank, not knowing where to start. That's how you start. So it might include everything from, well, I just kind of told you guys, like from cancellations to how you talk back to people, right? And so be sure to really write that list down while you're doing it to make sure that you haven't missed anything. The next thing that I want you to do, number three, is going to be to write out a step-by-step detail of how you do it. Right. And so once you have a completed list of the procedures, you're going to write each one out and it will make sure that there's no confusion about what needs to be done and how it should be done. Be sure to include any relevant information that they might need, like passwords, logins, all of that stuff. Now, the other thing that I always tell people, and I tell people a lot of this in my intensives when I'm working with people one-on-one I think the best way to do this and the most efficient way to do this is to shoot a loom as you're doing it. And you can talk through it. I would definitely record yourself and talk through it. In this video, I'm going to show you how to cancel a booking and then what to say to the client. Or maybe you might just say, How to cancel a booking in precise pet care. And then the next one might be, This is how you respond to a client who wants to cancel a booking, right? And then you're doing it and you're showing it. What I would do is I would take these Loom videos and download them and put them in a Google drive. And then I would find someone on a freelance website that can write technically and get them to go in, look at your videos and write it all technically. I have a resource for that that is reserved only for jumpers that are in the intensive in Better Marketing at Bella or the Mastermind. Those resources are a bonus for being a jumper. I have one gal who is very familiar with the pet industry. I don't even know how many companies I've sent her, but she is very familiar with this process and she's helped a lot of people. So that now avoids you having to type it all out and it's very affordable and all you're doing is talking through what you're already doing in your business. So it's just how to, I just gave you an SOP to how to write an SOP. I mean, truly, that's what that was. And so you just want to kind of create a system for it. And so that's my next tip. So after you have defined the purpose of it and you've created a list of all the relevant procedures, and then you've written out each procedure in the step-by-step detail, the fourth tip I have for you is to create a system for implementing it. Now, this is where it gets a little hairy, possibly. You're going to have to create a system for implementing it in your business and you might have to implore different types of systems for this. So the first and easiest one and most popular one is Google sites. And that's part of the G suite and you can go to YouTube and you can, you know, learn about it, but it's basically like creating a website that hosts all of it, but it's not open to the public. And what I love about that is it's a Google product, so you can add easily, you know, insert YouTubes, you can insert charts, you can insert a whole slew of things, and you can also make it into columns or sections and really break it up nice and neat. And then there's also a really awesome navigation. The other thing in the mastermind, we have Trainings. Again, we've talked about this stuff like once a year for five years. We have training on a lot of different systems that you could also put it into. So like Process Street, we have a demonstration of how one pet sitter has done that. ClickUp, we also have a demonstration of that in there of how they have it organized. Monday.com. And then we also have four weeks of challenges where we've challenged you to write SOPs for different sectors of your business and kind of given you cheat sheets on how to do it all. So we've kind of held your hand and I'll tell you a lot of my jumpers the successful jumpers especially the people that have like an organizational chart and they're not the office manager anymore they have gotten office managers and created like an internal team this is the secret sauce this is the golden ticket this is what you need you can't just hire someone and be like okay I'm going to throw all this at you make the SOP like it doesn't work that way you need to lead and this is so important you guys this is so important you cannot expect anyone to support you or help you if you don't have this all written out. Now, the last tip is to review and update the SOP regularly. Now, this can look like two different things. One, you might have an SOP that you barely even touch. And after a while, it just kind of becomes stagnant. So you might want to put on your calendar every six months to read through it and see if anything needs to be updated. But in addition to that, Every single time that you are changing instructions to your staff member, you need to make it a regular habit of reminding them, oh, and update the SOP. You guys, my SOP is a fluid document. It used to be about 210 pages, and it was for all three facets of Jump Consulting. Jump consulting is almost like three businesses in one because we have our marketing agency, better marketing and Bella. We have our community, the mastermind. And then we also have the intensives coaching and the podcast, right? And I've got three different project managers for each of them. And so what I did is I created three different Google sites for that. Okay. Because one big one was just like way too overwhelming. And two years ago, it was 210 pages. It's probably up to like 300 pages now if you were to put all of it together. Because it's just, there's so many things. There's so many things. Even simple things like I would really encourage you not to have like a list of passwords. I would encourage you to use something like 1Password, I think it's called, or LastPass. We use LastPass. And each project manager has their own LastPass account for the company. And when we share passwords, we're sharing them through LastPass. So they're always up to date. So there's a lot of things that I don't want you to negate when it comes to SOPs. And I know this is a very analytical, detail-oriented task that a lot of you creative entrepreneurs might kind of shy away from if you're anything like me. I despise this stuff. But if you can SOP your SOPs, <laughs> then you'll be golden. And that was going back to tip number four that I was telling you about, about figuring out what system you want to present it all, or if it's just going to be one really big, long Google doc, which is often, I mean, you can search through them, like use the find feature, but it's pretty hard to access information that way. So something like a ClickUp or Process Street or Monday.com oftentimes are very successful. So you guys, if you don't want to make the mistakes in episode 293, when you hire your office manager, I highly suggest that you create these SOPs first. All right. So hopefully you got something out of this episode and next week I'm going to be back and I'm going to be basically talking to you about the process of creating a pricing structure in today's economy. Yep. That's the thing. Guys, there's so many things happening right now. And I just, I really hope that you're aware. I hope that you don't have your blinders on and you're only looking at like this month and thinking, woohoo, we're up summer, summer travel. As I've predicted, and as I've mentioned on the past podcasts, at the beginning of this year, I said that pet sitting is going to be gangbusters in the summer, right? And dog walks are going to drop off and the dog walks have started dropping off. I've had people saying, "Oh my gosh, Bella, like what am I going to do? I need to get more dog walks back." More people than ever. I think it's like 40% of the workforce, don't quote me on that, is working from home now. And so I've been squawking for 2 years uh, that you need to really emphasize that the reason like people need their dog walked even when they're at home and all of the reasons why. But you know, that's happening and there's a lot of talks that we're going to be going into a recession and people are really starting to hold on to their money really tight. And there's a lot of things that you're going to have to be thinking about if you're a pet sitting company right now, like travel is super expensive mostly because the travel industry was hit so hard that they can't hire enough people back. I think this month alone in June, or maybe it was actually May, like American Airlines hired 16,000 people and they still need to hire more people. I mean, I've been looking at airfare. Airfare is astronomical right now. I've never seen it so high in my life. It's like, wait, I'm not looking for a first class ticket. I'm just looking for like a a ticket to from Arizona to Dallas. And it's like $600. I mean, that's what I used to pay on a bad day to fly across the country pre-pandemic. Guys, travel prices aren't going down. And I see that really affecting unless travel prices come down. You know, everyone's doing their revenge vacations right now. As Tiffany said, I loved when she said that, but travel is not going to be as amazing as it used to be, especially not for families people are going to be staying home. And it's another reason why I've always you know, leaned more towards dog walking operations. That's a whole nother story and a whole nother podcast. But I just want you guys to be looking ahead. And so next week, we are going to be talking about the process of creating a pricing structure in today's economy. And the strategy part of it too. I do have a download on my website for only $79, and it is the pricing structure and strategy. It has matrices of different prices and where you should be with your labor and how much you should pay yourself and how much you should pay the business and all of that. It's one of my oldest but greatest classes that a lot of people have built their business off of. And it's something that I think you have to keep thinking about. As we go into a recession or as people get tighter with their money, what happens is the middle class shrinks. And the people that are in the middle class, that's where they either A, start spending a lot more money thinking I'm going to pay extra, but I'm going, but because I deserve it or my dog deserves it. And I want my butt to be kissed. (laughs) I'm just going to put that out there. They want to know that they can trust you and that they're going to have a great experience. They need an experience. And a lot of you aren't given an experience. You're given a transaction. The other thing that happens is in the middle class, they'll start looking for coupons and they're not going to be that loyal to you, especially if they don't feel like you're that loyal to them. And it is just a transaction. So think about is your business a transaction? Because if it is, you're going to be in jeopardy the rest of this year. People are going to want that exclusivity. And, you know, when it comes to dog walking, it's a luxury service, guys. Like people do not need their dog walked. It is your job to convince them that they need their dog walked, especially while they're at home on Zoom all day. So next week, we're going to talk a lot about pricing. I can't wait. It's one of my favorite topics because you have to have a strategy and there are some things that you have to think about and it has nothing to do with what other people are charging. So I'll be back again next week. I cannot wait for episode 298 as we get closer and closer to episode 300. Guys, I've been bringing this podcast to you every single Thursday since 2014. Can you believe that? And I have since the beginning of 2020, I've been doing a solo podcasts. So I've had a lot of fun just talking and just being in your ear. And I really appreciate it. So if you also appreciate it, I would love it if you would share this podcast or maybe your favorite episode out in some Facebook groups or on your profile, even on your Instagram. We're always resharing when you guys share. I love knowing that you guys are listening. Or if you dare, go ahead and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. I would love that. You guys, this has been another episode of Bella in Your Business. Remember, when life gets you down, always keep jumping. Bye now.